Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Come on, let's magnify Him today in this building. Oh, we love the Lord today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Such a powerful touch of God. And I think it would be appropriate right now, we want to pray for Sister Joy Haney. That's where Brother Dylan Woodward is with his grandmother. She's been such a great voice in our movement for so many years and author of of so many things, uh, when you fast, when you pray, uh, teaching about that she is right now very, very critical and uh, at the point of death or miracle. But would you lift your hands and pray for Sister Haney. God, we pray right now. We trust you, Lord, in this room. That God, you would, we know she's in your hands. And as David says, in your hands are full of mercies. We know healings and miraculous power. I pray that God, that your hand would be upon her right now and touch her and Lord, touch her children, oh God, that you would you would touch Liz and Stephanie and Sherry and Angela and Nathaniel, God, these wonderful people that you would touch her children that are there with her, the grandkids and the spouses, oh Lord, right now. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody says amen. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. What a, what a day to be in the house of God. Amen. This is the day the Lord hath made. Praise God. We will rejoice. Somebody shout, we will rejoice. Look at your neighbor so you might as well smile about it. The sun shines on the way. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I've got a word from the Lord for you today. I do. I, I've, been, I've been waiting to preach all week long. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to preach to you right now. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 30. Chapter 30. And uh, chapter 30. Verse 19. Praise God. Now you got to pray for him because at the end of this, at the end of the message, you got to read, I got to read like cities in the Bible. And you know how challenging that is as a preacher? You know what's comforting? You don't know how it sounds either. Amen. Well, the preacher just has to fake it, you know, make sure, be confident about it. And uh, look what it says in 1 Samuel 30. Look at your neighbor and say, God's so good. Amen. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that had taken to them, David recovered all. That's powerful. The enemy had, the Amalekites had, they they came in and they had taken, while David was at Ziglag with his men, they had taken absolutely everything. And uh, they had taken their wives, their children, and according to this, their spoil and things that they had. And, and, uh, but when the story's over, they got it all. Look up to the heavens and say, God, I believe we're going to recover all. Now, now look at verse 22. Then answered all the wicked men. These are the people that fought with David. And men of Belial, because that's, that's how fast. Belial, I've always believed that anger will lead to a spirit of Belial. And when I begin to study it. But these men had got real angry that fought with David because 400 of them went and fought. And 200, 200 of them were too tired and too weary to go fight weary warriors they stayed on the cross the across the brook across the the, the stream and uh, and the men that had warred and fought and tired from fighting and and uh, watch what they said they said of those that went with David and said because they went not with us the 200 men didn't go with us we will not give them uh, out of the spoil or any of the spoil that we have recovered save or accept every man his wife and his children that they may lead them away and depart. So for those that didn't fight, those that didn't war with us, he said, we're just going to give them their, their wives and the children back. 
so they can just leave. And watch what happens. Then said David, ye shall not do so. My brethren, with that which the Lord hath given us, who hath preserved us and delivered the company that came against us into our hand, for who will hearken unto you in this matter? Who's going to listen to this nonsense? That's what he's saying. This is, this is ignorant. What you're saying is that we that stayed deserve it, but those that were too weary to fight with us can't have it. He said, but, but as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. What the warrior got and what the weary wasn't able to do are going to get the same reward. That's what I said. And look at the next verse. And it was so from that day forward that he made it a statute or a law or an ordinance for Israel unto this day that the warrior that fights and the warrior that was away is going to get the same reward. So I'm going to preach for a few minutes on simply while you were away. While you were away. Can I preach to you for a few minutes? I feel like preaching. I got a drop kick in my spirit right now. Going to drop kick some condemnation out of the building and some lies of the devil. Come on, I grew up with karate kid. I got a little drop kick inside of me right now. Are y'all with me right now? Look at your neighbor and say, while you were away, victory was happening. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, while you were away, people were praying. Come on, while you were away, people were fasting. While you were praying, people were giving. Come on. While you were away, people were praising, praising and worshiping while you were away. Come on, clap your hands. And why don't we all shout because we're all here right now. But I want you to clap your hands and shout to the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You may be seated. He was a giant killer. He was one of the mightiest warriors of all time. There is no doubt that the hand of the Lord was upon this lad that we call David. David was a man anointed and it wasn't long until there was jealousy against him and so much that David had to run from Saul the king and he had green eyes looking at him with jealousy in his spirit and, and Saul, Saul began to, to chase David until David ended up in the cave. The Bible says the cave of Adullam. Everybody say Adullam. The cave of Adullam and while he's there in David's lowest state there are 400 men that joined him that day in that cave and that period of time and they said we want you to be our captain. We want you to be our leader. And David took these 400 men, and the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel 22 that later was followed by 200 more men. He's already been anointed by the prophet to be the king, but right now he's fleeing for his life. And these 600 men with David leave the cave, and they've wandered from town to town. It was, it was a trying time for David in the wilderness. And, and uh, you're going to find that, that matter of fact, there were people that helped him through the way. and There were cities that helped him through the way. And You're going to also find that there was the king of Achish, the Philistine king. He gave him a plot of land. He trusted him. As a matter of fact, the king of the Philistines said, you're like an angel of God to us. In David's lowest moment, in David's broken moment, there was even the enemy seemed to give him a portion of ground that was known as Ziklag. Everybody say Ziklag. So David is there and not only is David with these company of men, but everybody that had joined David, their, their wives and their children are with him. They, they're sleeping out under the stars. They're, they're out under the heavens and they're in the wilderness. And I think sometimes when we read, are y'all with me? When they read it, we picture just a bunch of 600 men like a cavalry going through the woods. But you're going to find in this journey that this place, that these men that were in debt, distressed, and discontented, these 600 men are now, their wives and their children have joined him. And David is living in a place called Ziklag, given to him by the enemy king. 
Well, he was away and he was, he was spending some time away with the king of Achish. And, and uh, while he is there, the Bible says the Amalekites snuck in. And when they snuck in, they, they, they took everything that belonged, whether they were in, in tents or whatever they were dwelling in this town at the moment, that when the enemy came in, the enemy came and burnt the city down. The children are now gone and the wives have now, the spouses have now been taken captive and they are taken to somewhere. And David doesn't know this, but in his return to home, what is now home, this present home that he is, when he returns somewhere over one of the hills, you could see the smoke coming up from Ziglag. How many's ever traveled down the interstate and you can see smoke way off? And man, all of a sudden got your attention and said, there's something wrong. There's something wrong there. I, I've seen that many times traveling. And that was David that day. And, and I, I imagine when they saw the smoke coming up, there was something in those men just began to go a little faster on their horses that day to get there. And when they arrived, every man would have jumped off, slid off the side of his horse, slid off the side of that donkey or camel, whatever they would have been riding, would have slid off and ran to where that hut they were living in or that, that building that they were now in and ran there to find Honey, Jacob, Jacob, every, every man is going around. Where's my kids? Where's my kids? And, and all of a sudden, everybody comes back in this land. You know, we picture a plot of land when we read this about as big as this building. Are y'all with me? But it was bigger than that. 600 men had been like a small city. had been down here and every man is going and finally when they go, they come back and they begin to question the leadership and David and David, they, they wanted to stone him because my, my wife is gone and my kids are gone and you know what? There's weariness that has set inside of these 600 men that were, that were warriors with him and, and what happens in this very moment is they, they, they turn against him. They're going to they're stone him and David had to step back because when you've lost everything, when you've lost your wife and you've lost your children, your, your emotions are absolutely all over the place. And, there, and the Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. He put on the ephod and went before the Lord. And he said, Lord, do I pursue or not? And when, the God, when God said pursue, the Lord spoke to him and said, you are going to recover all. Somebody shout, you are going to recover all. Amen, amen. I preach to some warriors in the building right now. You are warring. You have been down the road of war, but there's been life. There has been circumstances. It looked like the enemy has come in and taken your spouse, taken your family, taken your children, and you're wondering how in the world are we gonna recover this? And, and the Bible says he looked at the men and he said, listen, I have talked to God and God said, we're gonna get it all back. Today's a bad day, but I'm telling you, we're going to recover every single thing that we've lost. Every single thing that has went wayward. Every single thing the enemy has done. We are going to recover all. Amen. He says we're going to recover all and the response of the people was like today. We believe it. We're going to go with you. And so they get on the horses and they begin to make their way trying to find I mean, that's quite an army. I, I imagine the, the traffic from the hooves on, and the dirt then would have, would have made some trail at least for a little while and, and would have dispersed maybe in those mountains and rocky terrain until they're going in the, the, the direction. And they come to this brook. They come to the brook, and the name of, of that, that brook is Besor. It means cheerful. And when they got to the brook, everybody say the brook. When they got to the brook, you had 400 of them fired up ready to fight. And you had 200 of them weary. Too weary because of life. Weary due to circumstances. I don't want to say they were not as strong as the 400. I'm saying the circumstances in their life caused them to be weaker at that moment than the other 400. Do you hear me? And so there's a weariness in 200 of these men and, and they stay by the brook. And I don't, I don't know exactly, but there's something in their life. And I don't believe it was equal circumstance. I believe there was just something physically, something emotionally, something mentally, something maybe spiritually this moment that caused them not to go. 
Can I say, there are people under the sound of our voice that are not here this morning. It's not because they're not warriors. It's not because they do not love God. It's not because God doesn't have a plan for their life and they're not a part of the election. I'm going to tell you why they're not here right now. Because they're just weary with circumstance and they're weary with life and they don't understand why they've had loss and they don't understand why they went through and at the end of the day, they're just tired and exhausted and they cannot move forward. There's people maybe watching online right now that you, you, you would like to go. You just can't hardly get one foot in front of the other. You just can't hardly get your mental state to get out of bed and get up. It's not because you're bad. It's not because you're lost. It's because you're weary. It's because you're weary. Amen. The Bible talks about being weary and well-doing. and We, we sometimes get out of balance and it's, 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 we're questioning everything and we, can't, we want to fight. We just can't find the strength to fight. Some people are weary for 20 years. Others have been weary for six months. Some might be weary for 10 years. And out there, it's not that they're bad. It's not that God's eye is not on them. It's, it's not that God, they had a spouse to walk away. They had children to walk away. They lost a job and things didn't go. It absolutely broke their heart. It absolutely broke their mind. And somehow they're, 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 they're away from the house of God today. They're away from the house they're, they're not here fighting with everybody else they're, 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 they're somewhere else right now they are away from the house of God but don't ever forget that while they're away there's a church that is here on a Sunday morning While they're out there, what you might consider a backslidden state. Oh yeah, they're not here this morning. They're weary somewhere. But there is a church with a sword in its hand and a praise in its heart and a revelation in its mind that says we're going to fight while you're away. You don't have to be here for us to fight. We're going to fight so you can get back what belongs to you. We're going to fight so you can have... Come on, everybody shout with me. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. A just man falls down seven times, but he'll get up again. And while somebody is standing, somebody's down. While somebody is down, there is somebody standing. He said, with your brother falls. He said, consider yourself, lest you be overtaken as well. Can I tell you the power is that two are together. Is that when one is weak, the other one is strong. When one is hurting, the other one is ready. Can I preach to you right now? While you were away, somebody was standing. Could I preach to those that are here right now? Wow, at a point in your life, you were away. And you were weak. Somebody else was here. And somebody else was standing. I come to tell you, God is going to give a victory in this church. And it's going to be a recover everything you've lost, revival. It's going to be a recover all. Somebody shout, I believe we're going to recover all. Somebody say everything. everything. Look at your neighbor and say, did you lose anything? How many's had loss? How many's lost some family members? How many have some things you love that are not here? Somebody shout, God said, we are going to recover all. Can I preach to the ones that are here? Can I preach to those that are here that have crossed the brook? You can't fight this battle as if you're going to get some of it back. You've got to fight with faith. We're going to get all of it back. Come on, every time I go to the house of God, I'm believing for all. I'm not believing for some of it. I'm not going to live on part of it. I'm going to get all of it back. God said all that means all. Woo, somebody shout everything. Tap your neighbor on the shoulder and say everything. All, God said all. And they crossed the brook. And when they come over the hill, they, they find an Egyptian boy there. I'm not gonna talk much about it. But he'd been treated bad by the Amalekites. And he said, don't, don't tell them where you found me. Don't tell them, but if you'll, if, you, if you'll protect me. He said, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you where they are going. And he goes with them and shows them. When they come up over the hill, 
there's a massive party going on. There is singing and dancing. They had collected not only the family members of Ziglag, David's army, but they had collected spoils from all of these cities. Philistines, Amalekites had herds and sheep. They had, they had flocks and stuff from everywhere they had conquered. And when David comes up over there, he's got six, excuse me, 400 of 600 men that have swords drawn. And the Bible says from the twilight, that's either morning or evening, but I believe because he could see them, I believe it was in an evening. And so the Bible says from twilight until the dawn or the, the, the dusk of the next day, they drew a sword and they killed every soldier. There wasn't one man that survived the sword of David and 400 men except 400 young men that got on camels and fled. And when they went there, the enemy is destroyed. I feel a witness right now. The enemy's gonna be destroyed. When the enemy comes in like a flood, I'm gonna raise up a standard. The standard says God is for me. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I come to preach to you every prayer you prayed works. Every day you fasted works. Every Sunday you got up and went to the house of God, it works. There's power. There's power in warring. There's power in going. Somebody shout amen. amen. Woo. I feel like praising, praising him. Not one of David's 400 men failed. Not one of David's 400 men lost. Everything they swung a sword at, they won. Every battle they engaged in, they won. Everything they took on, they won. Am I preaching to anybody right now? What has come against your family? If you will draw the sword and fight, you win. I cast out the spirit of deception. I cast out the spirit of lust. I cast out the spirit of anger. I cast out the spirit of confusion. I, come on, every battle you engage in, I want somebody to jump out, jump up and shout, this means war. Come on, I want you to shout it. This means war. Shout, this means war. Every battle. Elbow your neighbor and smile and say, every battle we engage in. We're going to win. I said, we're going to win. The devil's had a bad day because we're going to win. We've been fasting. We've been praying. We've been seeking. Come on, I'm telling you, we're gonna, we've been giving. We're going to win the battle and we're going to recover all. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, everything we've lost, we're about to get back. You believe it? Here's the question. Is it worth fighting for? You better believe they're worth fighting for. You better believe that family's worth fighting for. You better believe they're worth praying for. You better believe every backslider's worth fighting for and praying for. I want you to hold your heart and say, there's no give up in me. Lean forward. Pull your sword out and say, we win. We win. Now be seated a moment. So they engage in the war. They, they kill every Amalekite. Except the ones I told you about that fled. They get down there and the guys, Jacob, Probably 25 of them said, yeah. <laughs> David. 100 of them with slingshots playing in the street, you know. Oh, they got out of there. Aren't you glad your name's not Behelahel Rohai? <laughs> Ezekiel. Zechariah. All of a sudden, they slide off the horse and there's the wife and the little kids. When they saw the wife and the kids, it was worth it. And the wife says, thank you for coming after me. And the kids say, daddy, daddy, I knew you were going to come. Are y'all with me right now? And there's such joy of re, the reunion of what's going on. 
That's, that's, sort of how, that's sort of how the backslider feels when they come home. Thank you for fighting for me. It's also how we feel when we slide off of our horse and we see you. And we lay the, put the sword in the sheath and we say, sorry how I feel when Denver came home. Come here, Denver. I'm not that short. Amen. I'm giving you a hug. When I saw him come in the building, I'm sure when mama saw him, saw him get off the plane and come home from Bible college, it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling. Oh, it's so good to see. It's, it's sometimes when we see a family, we say, oh, man, it's so good to see. I called, called a friend last night I haven't, I haven't seen in many, many years and, uh, that, that I went to college with. And as soon as I heard his voice, tears came to my eyes. It was so so good just to hear the voice of somebody that I love so much, a dear friend. And, and, and that's worth fighting for. That's worth fasting for. That's worth getting the word of God out and prophesying when the devil says it's never going to get it back. Oh, no. We're going to recover all. There's a victory coming. And, and when you're standing there and you're slid off your horse, sword in your sheath and, and, and your wife is there and the kids is there and there is a reunion that all of a sudden they look around let's do a roll call here hey Zechariah did you find Behelahel Rohi I'm here king I'm here David do you have Jochebed and Joseph, are you glad your name's not Jacobed? She's a good woman. We're all here. 400 soldiers come back and say, my family's here. As a matter of fact, we've lost nothing. And we've been counting and I found, we have found the spouse and children of every soldier that wasn't with us. And they look out, and there are cattle, sheep, that the enemy had stolen from all these places. And the Bible says not only were they leading the families back, they were, took everything the enemy had stolen. Not just from them, but every battle that the Amalekites fought and stole are now in the hands of 400, 600 men. I'm going to tell you that true revival always reaches beyond what the church lost. I'm in the Holy Ghost. God has given me, given me this word. Everybody hold your hand out and say, we're not only going to recover all. We're going to have more than enough. I feel it. I feel it. I'm telling you, they're coming back and they're coming back. Their clothes might smell like smoke. Their clothes might smell like the attack of the enemy, but they're coming back and God's going to bless them. They're coming back with more than... Come on, if the enemy can dance over your loss, we can shout and dance over recovery. There's a recovery ministry that's coming like we've never seen. It's a recovery ministry. Somebody shout amen. amen. While they're out there, and they've got the smoke of the enemy on their clothes. They've got the atmosphere of theft on their clothes. While they're out there and they've got the smell of the Amalekites on their clothes and the attack. Somewhere coming over the horizon is an army of believers that said you're worth fighting for. You're worth praying for. You're worth going to church for. Come on, jump to your feet and clap your hands and shout, it's not over yet. It's it's not over yet. It's not over yet. It's not over. Somebody shout, it's not over. There's joy in the soldiers. There's joy in the believers. Somebody shout, what God's about to give is beyond the recovery of what we've lost. I need to move on because I'm trying not to preach too long nowadays. It's my intentions. Amen. Everybody say there's more, there's more. than what we lost. 
Here it goes. Are you ready? The weary men all of a sudden hear the sound of hooves and an army coming their way. In it, you probably heard them sing. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. That was a, something they would recount to the children. I, I, there, there was probably some psalm or Moses' song or something. He's delivered us from Pharaoh and all of our enemies. And There might have been a tambourine or two. I, I'm not so sure they didn't take some of the musical instruments back and maybe even stole some from the enemy that was dancing and singing. I'm telling you, we're not only going to get those that have walked away from God back. There's people coming from industries and never been in church. And Come on, if you, if, if you want to see it, you've got to believe it. Amen. I'm just telling you, God's got a plan in place. And, and uh, 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 somebody shout, there's a plan in place. And I, I, I need to... I need a weary warrior. Would you, would you be the weary warrior? Come here. Yeah. Would you go lay down? Your tie's too straight to be weary. Here, take a sleeve out. One of them. There you go. You look, you look, you look bad. Unbutton that. Untuck your shirt tail. Untuck your shirt tail. Go on, untuck your shirt tail. Wrinkled, messy. Lay, lay down. Now, I'm going to tell you something I feel the Lord right now. There is something that happens when the weary hear the rejoicing of the warrior. You cannot remain discouraged when it's not going the way you thought it would go. But when you fight, you fight until there's victory. And when victory comes, there is a signal that is sent that causes the weary to begin to be cheerful. And the, and the brook be... Uh, Beor actually means cheerful. What was a weary place is going to become a cheerful place when all of a sudden they hear singing and rejoicing. You don't think they come back? They got their wife back. I know how I feel when I go out of town. I get to see my wife and kids. Or they go out of town and come back. There is a glee. There is a cheerfulness. Are y'all with me right now? What are you going to do when they come back? What are you going to do when you open your eyes and they're down here repenting again? What are you going to do when you look around and they're sitting on the same row with their hands lifted and tears flowing and God's moving and God, I'm telling you, I feel a word from the Lord. There is going to be a recovery. Somebody shout a recovery. Somebody shout a recovery. I want you to lift your hands and say, God, we want a recovery ministry in this church. Every hand lifted. We want a recovery ministry. It is the will of God. You're going to recover your emotions. You're going to recover your ministry. You're going to recover your family. You're going to recover. There's people going to come out of addiction and Amalekite bondage and Egyptian slavery. They're going to come out of that. They're going to be delivered. They're going to become a part of God's army and the kingdom of David. They're coming out of that. And what they were stealing is now going to become a blessing. God is about to bring a reward. I want you to stand to your feet, clap your hands and shout. We're going to recover. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Clap your hands and shout. We're going to recover all. Now you can hear the hoof prints and the splashing. Remain standing. The, the hoof prints crossing the brook. And 200 men are standing up with expectation. Because while you were away weary, there was a church praying. There was a warrior doing the will of God. There was somebody doing something great. Now watch what happens. When the warriors come back and they see all these sleepy fellows that didn't draw a sword, they didn't give, they, they weren't involved for tw- however, many, however many days. You know what happened to the people that were warring? They got an attitude. Not all of them, but just a few. They got your neighbor and said, better not be you. 
Because you can be a, a believing warrior and turn to a wicked man of Belial. All because you think your efforts don't allow them to receive the spoil. Can I say to every faithful member, I'm so glad you've been here for 80 years. But more than likely, in that 80, you went somewhere else. Wondered and wavered. Well, pastor, I was here. I've seen people here, but not all there. Amen. You know why I know that? Because I grew up on the pew of the church. And there was times I was present, but I was actually absent. I wasn't praying. I wasn't involved. I was really away in my spirit. And if you've been in church very long, there was moments in your life while others were involved, you were away. Can I get a witness from some normal people in the building? I'm talking about all of us. We, how many times have I asked the question to some precious saint, How's your prayer life? It could be better. Come on. Good people, but weary people stayed at the brook of Beor. And you know what David said? David turned around and rebuked those few. and said, don't you dare get an attitude toward them. We need them because they're not always going to be weary. They're warriors. They're just a season of weariness in their life. They are going to be powerful. Not only are they going to get their wife back. Doesn't that sound good? Man, again, that's a quick response. You better respond that, 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 that quick to an altar call. A wife and children. The, the, the people that had been, some of the people fighting said, just giving their wife and kids. And, oh no, but not the king. The king understands the full picture. And the full picture is simply this. They're not only going to get their wife and kids back, they're going to get part of the spoil. They're going to get the blessing too. I said, they're going to get the blessing too. Now I'm, I'm going I'm to close with this. I, I want you to look at your neighbor and say, you're needed here. Even when you're weary, God sees a blessing for your life. Even when you weren't praying like you should, there's still going to be spoils that's going to be given. Hey, tell your neighbor, you're not getting a secondary blessing because you missed some years. What the warrior gets, the weary gets. Come on, when the backslider shows up, don't look at them and say, well, they need to sit down for six months. They need to sit and prove themselves for a year. No, God, go ahead and give it to them on the first service. Go ahead and bless them, Lord. Bless them when they get back. Let your hand be upon them. Somebody shout glory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You know what David did? He understood there's more spoil here than what we need. There's enough for the warrior and there's enough for the weary. Tell your neighbor there's enough for the warrior and enough for the weary. Well, I'm less deserving pastor because I, I, was, I was out of church for 30 years. I was out for 20. I, I, I missed six months. I, I, I didn't pray like I should. I wasn't fasting during the fast. Can, can I say to you, there, I'm not making excuses, but I'm saying there's moments in our life we're just flat out weary. Can I say to the elder that you can't fast like you used to? Don't you think you're not valuable and will not get the reward of the warrior? I'll never forget Sister Aikens telling me, she said, Pastor, I'm not physically able to fast like I used to. She said, I can't get up and worship like I used to because my body is weary. She said, I watch these young people. And she said, I think about how I used to fast, how I used to shout. She said, I just can't physically do it anymore. Can I say to the elder in the church, you can't stand up with me every time I say stand or think. Pastor, I'm sorry, I just can't stand up when everybody stands up. I got Uncle Arthur joined my family arthritis in the hip bones in the knee bones
Are y'all with me right now? What I'm saying is from Sunday to Sunday, there's moments we might go through something and we come in, we don't have it all together. There's a weariness. We're camped out. We're going in the right direction. We're just, our hearts facing the right direction. We're just weary. Can I say to you, do not let condemnation get in your spirit causing you to have doubt to say I can't get what we've been fighting for. I come to tell you everybody's going to get it. Everybody's going to receive it. The ministry's going to be for everybody. Van Plate, you can go back to your seat. Y'all remain standing. I'm almost done. I'll never forget one time I was a young, young pastor. I was preaching about eternity. Oh, I was preaching about eternity. I was preaching hell so hot, conviction so strong. I look back and somebody's sitting there asleep while I was preaching. Can I tell you something? I got mad. I'm talking about, I got mad. And I started jumping, my God, how in the world can you be sleeping while I'm preaching about eternity? Well, they never woke up. I felt better, but they never woke up. After church, that precious saint came up to me. She said, Pastor Bounds, she never knew what I even said. She said, Pastor Bounds, I just want you to know I had surgery just a few days ago and I'm medicated. I was just glad to be in church today. I was mad at the weary. She was doing everything she could to get in the house of the Lord. Thank God for weary people. That's still facing the right direction. I'm preaching to somebody that you felt like you haven't prayed enough, been here enough, saw God enough. But can I say while you were away, there were some warriors. While you were away, there were some praying people. While you were, while you were lost, there were some people fighting and praying. Everybody hold your hands up. You know what that? That's the spoils. Honey, look, we got more sheep than we've ever had. Oxen everywhere. Look at all the blessings in our life. And there's still more left over. And David said, here's what we're going to do. God's blessed us. Have you not realized it was God that gave us the victory? He used you, but God did it. There's only 400 of us, and we conquered a whole nation. Don't you know it was God that did it? Don't you take credit for it because you prayed an hour every day? Don't you take credit for it because you fasted for, for the month of January and February? Don't, don't, don't take credit for it. You're not the one that did it. He did it through you. I don't want to ever take, take glory for what God did. We were just to have the sword in the hand as he's been teaching. We got the sword, but it's God that gives the victory. Everybody say, there's a law in the kingdom. The weary get what the warrior fought for. Can you not pray with me one hour? One hour? That's what he told his disciples. I'm over here warring in the garden. And you're asleep. He still gave him the blessing. Can I say while we're down here waiting, while we're away from heaven, if you believe in God, believe also in me, John 14. In my Father's house are... For what I saw, I'd have told you so, but I go and prepare. While we're away, he's preparing. I could go all the way down to the prodigal son, and while he was away, somebody was feeding the fatted calf and ironing the garment. Because while he was away, they were still keeping house. Look at your neighbor and say, while you're away, somebody was warring. Tell them, while you're warring, there's somebody away that's going to reap the benefits of your, of your battle. How many believe this? It's a word for this church. I said this is a word for this church. The church is the only entity in town that exists for its non-members. And that exists for those that were once with us. Aren't you glad that when you were away, Somebody prayed for you. Come on. When I was away, somebody prayed for me. 
I asked the backslider, I said, Brother Tony Richard, I asked him, I said, he came back 22 years out of the church and prayed through in five minutes. I said, how do you feel? He said, 22 years of no peace and five minutes back and I got all the peace I was ever missing. Hold on a minute. Five minutes? You've got what we've been praying for? That's not how I responded. I slid off the horse and pulled the, put the sword in the sheath and said, <laughs> that's what we've been praying for. That's what we want. They come back with smell like smoke from zigzag, smell like the battle. They come in, they don't have it all together. They, they come back and stick it. They, they, they smell like a party house. They smell like something. But the Bible says a live dog is better than a dead lion. There might be some things in it, but as long as they come home, we're not going to judge where they've been, what they've done. We want them to come home. Now here's what I want to get in everybody in this room. You've got to get in you what was in the king. It's what he was trying to deliver. He was rebuking the people. He said, from this day forward, let's make a law and statute. Statute. Let's make a law that an ordinance that the weary can get the same thing that the warrior fought for. I don't know if I believe that, Pastor. Did you go to World War II? We benefit the price of a veteran. And every day you get up and go to the church is because somebody, it's because people like Steve that signed the dotted line and said, I'll give my life so you can worship God and have his benefit. That's why we celebrate July the 4th. I think it's 250 years this year. Right? And uh, we, we, we celebrate Veterans Day because while they were at war and we were away from war, we get the benefit. Are y'all getting what I'm preaching? Am I making any sense? While they were fighting, we were prospering. I, 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 I think of Shirley Gladman and Sister Hutton and Mary Williams. And I didn't get to meet her, but Sister May. And I can go down the line of, 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 of some of these people. There's so many I can name. But I can go down the line of people that when Brent came back, were you at Brent? Mary Williams with her weary voice. It was broken. She said, Brent, so glad to see you. She hadn't seen you in a decade. But she said, I'm so, I'm not making fun. Brother Brent, I'm so glad you're here. I prayed for you. Don't you think this is about the preacher? It's about the warriors. Not everybody can make the trip. But everybody gets the benefit. Don't you walk out of here condemned. Don't you walk, I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Don't you walk out of here condemned, feeling I haven't prayed enough, I haven't done enough. You remember when you were weary, somebody was warring. And when you were warring, somebody was weary. Somebody was seeking God. Somebody was faithful. Somebody! Because when Mary Williams was away, somebody was seeking God. And when she came back, she said, I'll be the warrior now. Because when I was almost done, he cut undone. 
How many have been battling the guilt at moments that I, I, I could have been doing more, Pastor? I, I'm sorry I haven't been here, Pastor. I, 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 I'm sorry I didn't serve. I'm sorry I wasn't here for the 80 years. Or I'm sorry I wasn't here for the 80th anniversary. I'm, I'm sorry I was out of church for a decade. Can I tell you, He loves you just as much as He loves me. And though you were by the brook, He's got a plan. He's got a plan. All right, now help me real quick. Take your hands and hold it. And when David came to Ziklag, he sent other spoil unto the elders of Judah. Hold on a minute. Not only did the 200 weary get it, he sent it to the elders of Judah. Everybody say Judah. Even to his friends saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil, the enemies of the, of the, enemies of the Lord. You got a gift in your hand? Everybody says more than we need. To them which were in Bethel, and to them which were in South Ramoth, and to them which were at Jatur, and to them which were in Aurora, and to them which were in Sithmoth, and to them which were in Eshtimoah, and to them which were in Rachel, and to them which were in the cities of Jeremielites, and to them which were in the cities of the Kenites, and to them which were in Hormon, to them which were in Korshan, to them which were in Atok, and to them which were in Hebron, and to them Hebron and the city of refuge. Those that can't leave or they die. Take some blessing there. And to all the places where David himself and his men were wont to haunt. Let me just tell you where he visited. Are y'all ready for this? Get your gift out. Come on, get your gift. When he won, he took the spoils to every city that fed him and his men when Saul was trying to kill him and he was weary. When he was weary and couldn't fight, there was somebody that was feeding him, taking care of him. So when he was warring, he said, we're going to give back to the... What the Amalekites took from you, I'm giving it back to you. What the enemy took from you, I'm giving it back to you. Because when I was down, you were up. And now that you're down, I... I wonder if there's anybody gonna run up here right now and say, I'm gonna be a warrior. I wanna be a giver. I wanna be a blesser. I wanna be an encourager. I wanna be a praiser. I'm gonna pray for somebody gone. I'm gonna war for somebody weary. I'm gonna do a work for God. Somebody's Lord. Come on, young people, lift your hands. When you couldn't give, somebody was giving. When you were indecisive, indecisive, somebody was making a decision. When you weren't where you needed to be, somebody was. Come on, there's a prayer meeting in this room right now. There's a touch of God here. God is not judging you. God is for you. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.